Right to be Read podcast, episode number 49. Interview with Tom Marcus. You are listening to the Right to be Read podcast, and this is your host, Ani Alexander. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Right to be Read podcast. I'm your host, Dani Alexander, and I'm very happy that you're listening to this show. As always, I'm trying to encourage and inspire you in your exciting journey of becoming authors. Today, I won't have a long intro. I would just like to remind you that if you need to get any details, you can check my website at www.annialexander.com. Annie spelled A-N-I. And I will go straight to my guest and introduce him. His name is Tom Marcus. Tom Marcus is a West Point grad, Iraq War veteran and CEO of Insurgent Publishing. He is the author of the new book, which is called Collaborate, the new rules for launching a business online. I'm absolutely sure that he has a lot of interesting things to share with us. So let's get straight to the interview. Hi there. I'm really happy to have you on my show, Tom, and welcome to the Right to be Right podcast. Annie, thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm excited to talk books. Yeah, well, uh, actually, I... Uh, I didn't know you before, but I was told by several people simultaneously that you're the perfect person to talk about books. So, and since my podcast is about books and for writers, you know, I just had to have you here. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Well, I, I mean, I'm blushing uh, because I'm glad glad to hear that people are sharing uh, sharing what I do. That's really cool. So, th- I'm I'm just excited to he- be here and share my knowledge. Yeah, well, apparently people know what you're doing and they like it since they share it. So, you know, that that's how I found you, actually, because we weren't friends on Facebook before. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, to, to be honest, I personally didn't hear about you before. So, you know, we, we just ended up by getting references. And that's really cool. And it's, mm-hmm. it's part of the networking that really helps all of us <laughs> go further. Awesome. Okay, Tom, uh, could, maybe we could start from the very beginning. How did you end up doing what you're doing now? And maybe you can explain in more details what you are doing, actually. So yeah, so my background is actually in the military. I went to West Point, graduated, spent five years active duty as a commissioned officer, deployed to Iraq, um, did all that stuff. When About the time I was getting out, I started writing on my own, started my own blog, and eventually started selling my own books online. And after having some success, I decided, well, wait a second, maybe I can do this with other people. Maybe I can help other people do the same thing. And that's essentially where Insurgent Publishing was born, which is what I do now. And <clears throat> the goal of Insurgent Publishing is kind of evolving. So it's it's only a, you know, a year old, maybe a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, so and so, uh, the nature of any kind of startup is that it evolves a little bit. But uh, the the intention behind it was always to kind of create something that was boutique, something that was small that I could operate myself, that would allow me to collaborate with people that I respect and whose work I want to be a part of, and help them do something bigger and better than they're capable of doing on their own. And obviously, my my value add there is is as a publisher is not only whether it's the ideation and the brainstorming and the, the crafting of the content, editing and packaging and all that, but marketing and sales. How do we get this out to a broader group of people? How do people see this? There's a lot of noise out there. How do we break through the noise and actually get noticed? So that's a, the, the focal point of what I do is, is the marketing and sales aspect of it. Although a creative 
I, I, I mean, I, I'm in it because I love the creativity of it, the create, and I love books. But uh, but what I bring to the table, I feel like my value add is in the marketing department. So that's that's in a nutshell um, what it started as and what it's grown into is I found that there's only so many people I can work with as a boutique publisher on their own books because it's a slow process. Writing, publishing is a slow process. A lot of these authors are writing their books, so that takes months. So that means that's a lot of months where I'm not making any money, right? Because I, it, we have to publish the book before we can sell it and then before I get paid, right, as the publisher. Same with the author. So there's a lot of interim time there where I have two choices. I can either, one, see if there's some other way that I can make sustainable cash flow or something like that so that this business doesn't go away, um, or two, I can start pulling in or getting more authors on board and more books to publish. And, and to be honest with you, I didn't want to do that because I know how to. I, I, it's quite easy, I think, to build a, a publishing platform around just like whatever content you can get access to. And, but, but then you're just basically shoveling stuff that you might not care about, and I didn't want to do that. I, I knew I could publish a lot of other people's stuff through my brand and just kind of be, be like a traditional publisher, just better and faster because I'm smaller. Um, but I was like, the last thing I want to do is just take on any kind of book project and fun, you know, do it through my publishing company. So I said, well, what's, what's that happy medium? So for me, it's, it's become right now, I do some book consulting where I'll help individual authors. They don't, they don't go through insurgent publishing per se. They're not an insurgent publishing book. Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. But I provide the same marketing and sales stuff that I use for the books that go through insurgent publishing. So they, they pay me to do that instead of going through the traditional kind of publishing model that I've set up or, or it's a little unconventional actually. But so instead of being owned by, by insurgent publishing, so to speak, and, and being, you know, a piece of insurgent publishing, I offer those, those services in the marketing and sales department. And so far have had some really big, big wins and had some people get to the top of Amazon, be bestsellers and stuff like that and really make an impact. So it's been a lot of fun. Oh, amazing. Well, actually, I think that uh, marketing and sales are the main things that most of the authors are struggling these days, because I mean, writing the book is a struggle, a separate struggle. But once it's finished, you know, the work is not finished, it's just starting. And, you know, many, uh, many people end up having the book self published, but then later on not selling it because they don't know how so i i think that it's it's a huge value in what you're doing because many even um if they know how they don't really want to spend so much time on that because they prefer to spend that time on writing so um yeah very interesting so Uh, do you, since you said that you're a boutique publisher and you uh, kind of, I have a feeling that you create relationships with your authors and go along the way, uh, do you, how do you select the, the authors? I mean, uh, how do you decide whether that book will be uh, successful later on? Does it have potential or not? Uh, what, what's this process behind it? Um, you know, first it starts with, I have to actually like the person and, and respect the person as as a person and then also as an author and say, so it's gotta be somebody I like and I don't know, there's no scientific process to that. It's just a gut instinct. Um, the second thing is I know they have to be capable of writing because I'm not here to teach people how to write, but I'm just help, here to help people improve their writing um, and improve the impact of the writing. Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. So I, I go with people that have a pra- track record of, of being a decent writer, or at least having good ideas because I can, I can mold the, their words decently enough with a good editor, but Um, it generally helps to have a, a good writer. And, and that said, it's, you know, it's, it's again, all gut instinct. And, and, and so how I go about choosing that, that's, it's just kind of 
what what makes sense to me in that based on that like that relationship what they what they're capable of doing and then finally like if i'm going to look at something in terms of you know wh- where whether i'll work with somebody or not is what they're what they're publishing and what the intention is behind it so i've i've had an opportunity to get behind like really to publish a, a lot of different books and some of them i just have to turn down in the context of the person you know get whether I, I might even like them and I might, you know, say this is okay. You have good intentions with this book, but you know, maybe the writing just isn't like truly isn't there where I'm saying to myself, well, I, I don't know if I can, I can fix that. Um, or alternatively where the person might not have any kind of audience nor be in that space. And here's the thing. If you're an author, as much as I can help with the marketing and I do, the author still has to have some sort of platform to move it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the thing. So it's like, you need to, and, and some people come at me and they're like, well, I have this book and it's like, but that's it. And, and I'm sorry, but a book's, book by itself isn't going to do much. I, I just recommend they self-publish if they want to go that route. Um, but if they have a platform and they're trying to build something bigger than themselves and do and become either professional writer or, or expand out their business through their writing, then generally speaking, they'll have a website, they'll have some sort of um, platform and then I can do, then I can actually make some magic happen. But without that, it's like, it's not worth my time because I'm not going to make a big impact for them. So it just, that's kind of, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's kind of how I measure and weigh that. And then ultimately it has to be books within a certain realm. So I do primarily business nonfiction, but I also like nonfiction in general um, in the context of maybe like self-help or, or kind of within those mm-hmm. two realms. And I'm actually right now I'm in the talks with a couple of people about fiction books, but that kind of still fit within the genre of business or, or self-help um, style books. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with the fiction arm of this, if that, if that goes off um, and we do something with that or not. But I am looking into that as well. So, But but again, kind of in that same realm, I, I like to call it uh, you know books for the creative outliers of the world. So entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. writers, artists, that kind of thing. Yeah. But fiction is quite different, right? I mean, I, I think even yeah. the approaches for the marketing and sales for fiction are, are slightly different. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a new area you will be entering, I guess. So can do I understand correctly that you're not creating the foundation, but you're leveraging the platform which they already have? The writers, I mean. It's, that, yeah, and that's exactly it. I, I've looked into seeing if I could be somebody who could build platforms for people. But the reality is, that's so time intensive and expensive that it wouldn't behoove me to do it in the, the context of um, the way my publishing company is set up for, for publishers is, is generally a revenue share, right? Mm-hmm. A split of, of revenue. And so I don't make any money till we launch, till we sell. Um, same with the author. If I had to build a platform from scratch, I mean, that costs, you know, tens of thousands of dollars and, and man hours. And it's like, as much as I would love that, I wouldn't be able to to do that right now. And then in the context of maybe offering it as a service, I don't think enough pe- I don't think people would recognize that that would cost like ten to twenty thousand dollars and be willing to put that money toward it. Although if there are people out there I'm <laughs> I'm more than willing to talk about it and see if we could we could figure something out. Again, like I said, this platform that I'm building is, is evolving and I'm open to those kind of creative solutions depending on what with the context of the author. But it's that's the tough thing is you, you have to realize how expensive it is to to build something like that for somebody. So that's why I focus on who already has a platform. Even if it's small, that's fine. But but it has a platform so that you can actually leverage and create an impact. Because without a platform, you, there's not much you can do in the online space. 
Yeah, exactly. And I think that creating the platform is very um, closely linked to the personality of the author. So, I mean, uh, I have a feeling that it's best when the author does it himself. Because, I mean, I don't know, I, when I'm thinking about this, I, even putting aside the price um, thing, I, I just don't imagine me kind of, you know, outsourcing that part of the thing. Because it, uh, I, I don't know, I mean, I have a feeling that it's personality based and the person himself knows best how to show himself and brand himself and, and create these people who are engaged and, you know, um, come to to him and gather around him. So I don't know if uh, if building a platform for someone else is the best approach for the writers. I mean, at least it's th- that's my personal view. I don't know. Yeah, you know, it, it could work again, and only in the context of of truly premium, um, you know, buyers or or or, or authors who have really number one a, a bit of money because it's going to cost that much money but then also understand that it's a broader scope vision so somebody like look at some of the New York Times best-selling authors and stuff like that who might be academics and they don't have maybe a platform built up then that might behoove them and they if they can you know if again if they were willing to put down you know twenty or thirty thousand dollars to build it um, then it would make sense because they're going to make way more than that by building out their mm-hmm. platform online does yeah. that make sense? So yeah. it's like it's a very niche thing. There are people doing that kind of stuff, actually. Um, but again, I'm not tapped into that market at all, and I not that I necessarily care to be either. So it's one of those things I'm not like actively looking at. Not not that I wouldn't consider it, but it's just something I, I'm not involved in right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. So just to wrap up that part. Um, so if if writers would like to collaborate with you, uh, first of all, they have to be liked by you. Second, they have to. <laughs> second, they have to write well, and and they have to have at least small but their own platform, right? Yeah, you know, okay, that that makes it sound terrible. Like, I, I don't mean it that way. Like, that's that's who I publish through Insurgent Publishing. So those are people like, so so that's like, I, I have a small group of authors that I work with. And again, my value add is saying they can focus on the writing so I can do the majority of the marketing. And, and it's got to be something that we collaboratively and we say, okay, we're going to work well together. So it's not like, I don't intentionally like exclude people just to be exclusive or something like that. It's just like, I kind of... I, I generally either reach out to some authors or they reach out to me and it's like people that I've already built a relationship with and I kind of, I like, and I'm like, okay, this looks like a cool project. So that's why it's, it's very much boutique. Um, and, but what I do offer then again, it's the, it's the consulting where you know that stuff doesn't necessarily matter. Um, cause we can consult, I can consult with somebody who doesn't have a platform and we can still work toward maybe a certain goal. And that's kind of the cool part. So, so while insurgent publishing is, is that very niche thing, um, what I can do now outside of that with consulting is work with a larger group of people with different, diverse, diverse goals. Um, and then I'm also building a platform called Publishers Empire, which again, if you go to, it'll be live in January. I have about 10 students in there. And it's going to be the, essentially, in my mind's eye, at least, what I'm intending to build and I am building is the, the premier resource for self-publishers, the premier platform for self-publishers, which is to say, it's going to be a training program, pretty intensive, um, full-featured, and teach people how to create, package, and monetize their writing from 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 the from nothing to to hopefully to whether whatever your goal is, bestseller or money or whatever um, whatever your goals are, and to take people through that process. So if somebody's looking to go the self-publishing route, check it out in January. That might be a resource um, that'll be useful for you. So I I offer a slew of it, and so I don't want it to mm-hmm. come off like I'm 
I'm a high and mighty or something like that. Insurgent Publishing is just kind of my, my baby, and it's something that I keep pretty selective and small because I, I enjoy it that way. Uh-huh. Okay, I see. And also, I would like to mention that you're not only doing all these amazing things you're doing, but you're also writing. So you're a writer yourself. Uh, and I know that you're writing a book right now. And um, can you talk about that one? Yeah, so the book is called Collaborate, The New Rules for Launching a Business Online. And it stems from my experience collaborating specifically online uh, to launch businesses. So even Insurgent Publishing itself, I consider very much collaborative. Obviously, working with authors, I, I consider a collaborative project. And, But more importantly, excuse me, is that I have now worked on maybe a half dozen um, collaborative projects in the past year. And one of them, we, we ended up raising close to uh, or over $40,000 for a product launch. Another was over $25,000. Um, a few, and then, you know, a few others were in just the, the five figures. So not quite as big as those, um, or excuse me, four figures. So, um, but, it, but through that experience, I was able to launch these things essentially part time because while I was doing the publishing, like I said, so what do I do if, if I only have a few authors a year kind of thing? What do you do in the meantime? Well, I, I do a lot. Of, I did a lot of these collaborative product launches. Um, and so I'm writing a book about that process, about how it works. How do you connect with experts and linchpins and go-getters? How do you ideate and build out whatever it is that you want to create? How do you um, now put that into some sort of template or process or what process do you go through then to, to turn an idea into reality um, to build whatever it is that you're building and then how do you launch it so it's, it's kind of a, a pretty broad scope project um, although I hope it to be the most practical hands-on guide for it because there's a lot of people talking about collaboration there's dozens of books out there on the topic of collaboration and why it's powerful but there's not a single one that shows you how to collaborate it shows you how to implement that. So I wanted to approach collaboration from the context of launching a business online, which is something I've had quite a bit of experience with. And again, if you pull back the veils of it, you realize that everybody who's doing who's successful online, any any name that you know that's successful online, you realize that the the biggest names, let me put it that way, not everybody's successful, but the biggest names that you'll see are collaborating. They're collaborating with other people that are, are big names as well. Um, and whether it's behind the scenes or not, they're almost every single one is doing something in a collaborative capacity because that's the best way to build your platform to increase your reach, impact, and sales. So, um, long story short, that's the purpose of the book. That's why I'm writing it. And I'm crowdfunding it right now on publishizer.com. And I'd be happy to talk about that process if you'd like. Yeah, absolutely. We'll go there. I just wanted to, I just thought about this. Do you think that um, there are certain personalities like personality types which are uh, better at collaboration and networking than the others or I mean does does it have anything to do with the personality of the person well I'd say I absolutely not again if you have if you understand what the process is if you understand the framework or how to go about it so that's the thing it's an overwhelming that's and that's why I think collaboration is so powerful and also why it's so avoided or at least so many people they, 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 you know, if they're Google, if you just look at Google AdWords and you see what's trending and you see what people are searching, people search things like how to make money online or fast, fast way to make money, yada, mm -hmm. yada, yada. And it's like, those are the, those are the worst ways to 
to accomplish what you're searching for, you know, because you're only going to get spammy um, salesy stuff that's going to take advantage of you first and foremost. But I guess it's sad because it's it's indicative of, of of maybe, you know, society or whatever that people are looking for some kind of quick fix and and they think that they can do it alone. They can do it online. They can do it quickly. I mean, anyway, not to get into uh, get on my high horse and talk about that. But what I'm saying is that if you actually care about building a business and this this goes for writers as well if you care about being a writer who makes money as an author you need to think outside of your little shell outside of your bubble and say how can this be made better through the strengths of other people can mm-hmm. i lean into somebody who's better at marketing than me to get my book out there could i find maybe an editor who i could team up with or a designer or an artist so even book writing ought to be collaborative because it's made better if we try to do everything, what ends up happening? It looks like a self-published book. You know what I mean? And you just yeah. know what those books look like. And that's not to, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying if that's, the, if that's what you're after, go for it. But I'm saying it could be done much better, create a much bigger impact by teaming up with the right people. So now is it the right? Now what kind of people is that for? Well, I think introverts, and I consider myself an introvert very, very much. I, I prefer the company of myself most of the time. Let's put it that way. I, I just like to be by myself. But that said, I realize that there's tons of power in teaming up with people for, for projects. And so through this experimenting and testing on my own, I found that there is certainly a process that you can go through that you can be an introvert. You can be somebody who doesn't like to work with other people. You can be kind of like that and still lead one of these projects mm-hmm. because it, it doesn't require it doesn't require some kind of superpower or some kind of talent that you have to be naturally born with. It's just a certain process. It's a framework that you have to apply to whatever the idea is to reach out to the right people to then put them through an ideation process and, and create your, your business model, whatever that's going to look like. I, generally, I do a one-page business model. That's what I teach. Then to start executing the one-page business model of the course of the next two to three weeks to launch your product, your minimal viable product. And it's a process that the best in the world use again and again to launch products. And I think it's just a lot of people don't recognize it. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, again, it's just uh, it, anybody could do it, though. I guess I'll, 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 I'll end it on that note. Yeah, well, I think it's it's very a uh, good approach because I don't think that there is anyone who, even in writing the book and and the whole process that goes with that, is good. It in in I mean, I don't believe that there is a person who is a very good writer and at the same time very good designer, and you know, and there are many many other things that the writer himself can't do. So you know, if if uh, and the self published book, as you said, um, you know, the sad thing is that not only other writers recognize the self-published book and the book which does not have the right quality but the readers do so too and it affects the the end result anyway so uh, you 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 definitely need people around you and you need to collaborate with the right people to end up with good results so i i absolutely agree about this so um can, can we go and um see uh, how did you approach publishing this book and you know you what are you doing to crowdfund it and how it goes what's the process and you know what are your experiences with this yeah so the process i went through and this is very much in line with what i teach in the book as well um at least certain points of the technique on the the collaborative launch aspect of it because the book is going to cover that it's going to start to finish how to actually launch a business online so so launching a book again, this is kind of a was a collaborative endeavor itself, not ironically. So to do that, one, I already had built an audience, and I leveraged that audience, and I activated that audience, and I catalyzed that audience by creating an event around the 
the launch. And the event itself was the crowdfunding campaign through Publishizer. So that's the power of crowdfunding. It allows us to create an event around what we're doing, which is really powerful. Because if I was to just say, hey, having this new book, you can pre-order it and it'll be done next year. Some people would take me up on that. Some of my biggest fans would would pre-order. But many people would just ignore it and wait till it comes out and then buy it. Mm-hmm. But if I create an event around a, uh, uh, either Kickstarter or Indiegogo, I'm even using Publishizer. I recommend Publishizer for authors. If you do an event around Publishizer, now everybody has a good incentive to be a part of your story and a, a part of the process, and it's really fun. If you've ever supported a Kickstarter, or a Kickstarter Indiegogo, or Publishizer campaign, I, I've supported dozens. Um, I love being a part of helping creative people bring an idea to life. And it's funny, I was just going back through all the, the campaigns that I've supported over the past like three to four. I don't know, maybe three or four years. I don't know. And it's 90% of them have been book projects. Mm-hmm. I guess that's just funny without even intentionally thinking that way. I've just always loved supporting authors and I love supporting authors in this new way. So crowdfunding gives authors like a really neat way to get their book funded before it launches and to offer some really cool bonuses and rewards. So I'm offering some really kind of ridiculous, in my opinion, awesome rewards. Maybe not everybody feels the same way, but some people have, some people have picked up on them and, 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 and purchase them. And I, and some of the, the, the rewards I'm giving away are pretty ridiculous. So if you like, in terms of like really, um, either really low priced for what I'm offering or just really grandiose, the, the top selection one is a chance to collaborate with me on a new project and we'll start finishing and ship and launch your project or product, product or service, whatever it is, whatever the, whatever the idea is, we'll, we'll decide collaboratively together. So we'll team up on it and launch it in 60 days. So it's like I, I'm offering two of those slots. One person already picked it up, which is pretty c- cool and very crazy to me. But now I'm like marking out my calendar for 2015 and saying these two months are devoted to this project. So it's just kind of one of those insane things that I couldn't offer without a platform like Publishizer. So it's kind of cool that way. And then to actually promote it, I used my list. I wrote a series of emails leading up to it to get people excited about it. During the launch, I kept people I, I notified the early early adopters, the early notification list that I set up previously. I let them know it's live. Then I slowly rolled it out to my list. And then I tapped social media channels, groups that I was a part of, forums that I was a part of. said, hey, I'm doing this. And love if, if you guys appreciate it or, or, or resonates with you, please share um, or consider supporting. And I reached out to individual people. Same thing. I said, hey, I'm really looking to spread the word of this. If you wouldn't mind sharing, it would make mean a lot to me. And, uh, and slowly but surely, that's obviously... Um, it impacted the the success of this. I haven't funded it 100% yet, but uh, within the first couple of days, I think I got over 50%. And we're now at 85% within a week. So I'm hoping to hit uh, 100% this week um, so I can just kind of focus on the actual writing now and then stop promoting. But uh, that's that's how I leveraged um, and, and marketed the book. And then what I'm doing is kind of daily updates, letting people know where it's at, what the status is, what bonuses and rewards are left, um, things like that. So every day kind of a different update um, and, and trying to hit up social media channels and that and continuing to reach out to individuals to ask them to share with their audience if it resonates. So, And that, that by the way, only is one aspect of, of one of the many ways you can promote it. Um, I chose not to do much guest posting for this. I just wanted to see what I could do with just my platform that I built. And mm-hmm. so, But I, I also highly recommend for somebody considering this, guest post can be a really powerful way to to dramatically impact um, the success of a crowdfunding campaign. 
Yeah, well, I, I really like the idea of crowdfunding campaigns because I think that besides the fact that you engage your audience and you kind of create this emotional connection and people are anticipating your book, you also validate the idea that there is the need for this book. So you don't end up, you know, spending months writing and, you know, spending effort and putting the book together later on, realizing that no one really wants to read it. So it's... it's uh, the idea itself behind it is very nice and also i'm just looking at your uh, crowdfunding page of the book and i see that you have many different options to crowdfund so there are like very cheap options and the very high ones and mm -hmm. it, it's like a very big scale of choices that people have so it's kind of you know anyone can participate which is quite mm -hmm. cool because not everyone can you know dedicate so much money to supporting mm -hmm. authors so this is a really cool idea as well having this large range of you know possibilities how people can um, can help you out. Yeah, and that's kind of why I, my, my minimum, I was considering having the minimum a lot higher um, because when I launch this, I don't I don't know what I'm going to price it at, but it'll probably, because of the nature of the the, the book itself and what it's on, it's it's a product that could I could easily probably charge, you know, $50, $50 or more for the book itself. But I was like, I, I it's that's kind of a really high price point. I was like, well, I want anybody who sees it to be able to support it. So I chose $13.00 because I feel like if anybody has, has paid attention to my work, has seen my work and seen what I deliver, um, anybody can can sacrifice $13 out of their you know annual income to to contribute to the book. So I wanted to keep that price point very low. But then alternatively, yeah, I have some expensive options on there. Obviously, if you look towards the top, and what's crazy is that helps a different part of the different segment of the audience. So that, that top tier one is expensive, and it allows people to work with me one-on-one -on -one to launch a product together. And that the cool part about that is 99% of people won't pick that up when, when either either can't afford it or don't want it or, you know, whatever. But then that 1%, that person who did purchase it, she wanted to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. She wanted that assistance, that support. She wanted to do it together. And that's a huge value add for her. So it's kind of cool to be able to offer just a big, um, big broad range of different things for different people, depending on what they need or want. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I see that here you have the target of $7,500, right? So mm -hmm. uh, how did you calculate? I mean, how did you come up with this amount? So that's, um, I ended up rounding either up or down on that. But what I did was beforehand, I, I calculated out what it costs for a designer, what it costs for an editor, um, what it costs for formatting and design, what it costs for printing, a single, excuse me, a single physical print book because I'm doing hardcovers. I'm doing and the hardcover cover. Excuse me, the hardcover is exclusive for this publicizer campaign, so you cannot get the hardcover outside of this. So that's going to cost a lot of money to print hardcovers in such a limited quantity. Mm -hmm. And that I, I ended up saying, if the book is only 200 pages, which is probably probably might end up being more, I'm going to try to keep it fluff free and not have any ex extraneous unnecessary stuff in there. But if I estimate about 200 pages, it's going to cost like 45 bucks to print one of these things because I'm not doing a low quality print. I want it to be a high quality physical print book that you can put on your bookshelf as proudly as any other book. But that costs a lot of money to actually do the physical printing of. So each book costs about 45 bucks. So I did some rough math to kind of multiply that out and say, and uh, estimate it's going to cost, you know, 
if I have a hundred orders of the book, it's going to cost me like four grand. I expect that I'll get about a hundred, hundred book orders, which I think I've, I've surpassed, um, overall based on the different tiers I have and the three packs I'm giving away. So man, we might be up to like closer to 200. So the nature of this is that I actually might, I, I, if I hit my goal, I'll probably be in the, the red, uh, is the nature of this just so I will not make money from this if I hit my minimum, but it's again, and that's not the point. I don't think it's, it was a, f- I wanted to do this. I wanted to launch it. I wasn't, I, there's a lot of other ways I can make money and it's not, I didn't intend for this to be a money-making or profiteering endeavor. I simply wanted to turn an idea into reality and I wanted a fun way to do that. Um, I can make, like, like I said, I can make money in a lot of different ways and I'll make money eventually and I'll pay for this. This hopefully eventually this will pay for itself down the road is, is what I'm intending mm-hmm. is that this will be a book that people will then pick up for months and, and or years to come. And so that's how I'll pay for it. But right now, the, the, if you're getting in at the crowdfunding level, you're getting access to something cheaper than it will ever be priced and, and at, at my expense. But again, I hope that that's a value add for the reader and saying, hey, this isn't, you know, it's not about me profiteering. It's about me creating something and you helping me create, turn that idea into reality. And, and, and in exchange, because of that generosity, I want to I wanna so thank you and offer it as cheaply as possible without completely crippling myself financially. So... That's how I came up with the seventy five hundred. So it was a it's a rough estimate. I and what I what I what it might end up happening again is like I said, it kind of depends how many physical print books I'm going to end up having to print and ship. And I I did a rough estimate on shipping, international and stuff like that, which I, I or or local. I didn't even factor in local shipping, so that's going to be an added cost, which is going to be quite expensive. But then international is even more expensive. But I, so I just put a, a broad ten dollars extra if you're international. And the reality is, I think shipping a hardcover book. That can end up depending on the 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 country. It could be a lot more than ten dollars to ship a book to another country. Oh, absolutely! So, if you ship it to me, it will be much much more expensive. So <laughs> I'm I'm you. I'm kicking my I might be kicking myself in that you know in the butt later or, or you know slapping my head later and saying that was a stupid idea after this funds. But again, my intention is that hopefully this this will be something that pays off in the long run, just um, in mm-hmm. a, in a number of different ways. Well, you're doing so many different things and, you know, now you have this book that you, you have to write and you're writing. Uh, so h- how do you manage your time? Do you have any specific writing routine to meet the deadline or, you know, how are you managing ri- actually the process of writing this book along with all the other things you're doing? You know, the thing is I'm not starting from scratch, which is important. I think a lot of writers think that they ought to or that they should or or they are starting from scratch. They're like, oh, here's an idea for a book, I'm gonna go write that book. I've been writing about this subject for the past year in some way, shape, or form. I've been studying this material for the past year. I've been experimenting with it for the past year. So I've been refining these ideas in my head for over a year now. Um, and and what I'm gonna do is one, I'm gonna go back through the blog posts that I've written that relate to this, and I'm gonna draw from them and I'm gonna say, what are the what are the key aspects I can take from this? that will will make it into my book and not verbatim but will be the cornerstones or the foundation of what I write so that'll that'll produce some content right there just having some foundational elements to it some foundational co- content so of blog posts that I'll pull out that are specific to the topic then I got to go through and say okay what needs to be connected here what needs to be added here what needs to be taken out what needs to be refined for the book format so the beauty is I've already done quite a bit of essentially brainstorming on the subject and mm-hmm. some preparatory writing through the blog um, so it's not like me, I'm I'm not totally writing it from scratch, which is hugely helpful and the only way I could do it. Otherwise I'd be going I'd probably be insane if trying to trying to do this in, in the short amount of time I'm doing it with everything else going on. But so I have that. What I'm gonna be doing 
also is really in-depth outlining and wireframing. So writing a business book is a, or writing a nonfiction is a little bit different than, than fiction, um, a lot different in some ways. So uh, business books, you can use a, you know, a pretty, tr- like, let's say, conventional way of outlining and wireframing um, and, and uh, the, what's going to be in the book. And through that, what I call thrashing process, where you, you hit the, the main sections, the main topics you want to, what are the key elements of this book? So those are your, your sections, right? And then in your chapters, what supports that that section? What what do we have to get into? The broad brushstrokes. And then within each chapter, what are you know three key aspects of that chapter? And then breaking that down even further, potentially to three more that support that. And then expanding out from there through research and studies and filling in content to 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 well, I guess you know to fill it out. So that's kind of the process I go through in terms of outlining wireframing that I'm in in the process of doing right now. Hopefully we'll try it over the course of the next week. Um, and then from there, it's a matter of doing kind of a fleshed out writing, uh, uh, doing some general writing for each of those topics. And what I'm going to do for this one, which I've never done before, is actually dictate um, a lot of the book. And then I'm going to have it transcribed. And then I'm going to have it brought back to me. And then from there, I'm going to refine and rewrite it in my voice because I know I talk different than I write. But I, I've heard people talk about this concept. I think there's a lot of power in it. Um, and for nonfiction, again, on a topic that I kind of understand and, and know, it, I think it will be an interesting experiment to see if, if I can dictate a book and, and create something high quality. Of course, the nature of it is I'm not just dictating and then shipping. I'm dictating, having it transcribed, then it's going to come back to me, and then that's when I'm going to do my full, full-on edit of that and rewrite um, of my thoughts that are already down on paper. So that's how I'm going to try to do this, and that should help me do it in a much faster um, much more efficiently and much faster than I could if I was just sitting down to write from scratch from a blank page. Yeah, interesting. I heard about this. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing it off more and more often these days. Uh, many people uh, seem to say that it's easier that way to dictate and then only to work on the text somehow. Uh, I haven't tried it either, but you know, it's it's something worth trying because many people think that it's it's very effective. Okay, and um, the last thing I wanted to ask you was um, the free business books which are on promotion. You had some plans <laughs> about those too. Yeah, so this is this is random. I was literally just uh, I put it out there on a Facebook question uh, in, a, in the group that we're part of, Annie, and I got a bunch of responses saying like, "Yeah, that sounds interesting," or "I'm confused," or you know, maybe you know, yes, no, whatever. But overall, it was like enough people were like, "Yeah, I." I I see that need. I want that, so I decided to build it pretty quick. Um, so, so what the question was was I was noticing when I was doing promotion for other books, for other business books that I'm I, as a consultant and, and even my own books. I think to myself, how do I get them out there? Especially if I'm doing a free promotion, say on Kindle. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these books are really good, and then to get up there in the rankings, you know, these great authors will release their books for free on Amazon for a day or two. Well, I would love to know when those books come out when they're free on Amazon so I can download them. Why not, right? It's like, sure. but, if, but I, but I, so two things. One, I came at it from the point of view of, of the publisher um, and the promoter and said, where do I go to upload my book to a platform like this? And then what you find is that pretty much all of them charge you to do that. It's like, wait a second. Like, is that, does, is that how it has to be? Um, and then the second piece is when you're the consumer of that, the subscriber, I, I look at it and I'm like, wait a second. A lot of these are not focused on one particular thing. They're all over the board and often it's fiction. Uh, so there's nothing that's like business oriented, business specific. So I just, you know, just put two and two together. I said, well, why not? Why isn't there 
a, a service that will curate business books when they're doing the free promotions and then share them with me when they're, and then again, all for free. Um, I don't know if that's sustainable. I, my, my intention is that it aligns with everything else I'm doing pretty strongly, especially with Publishers Empire and the platform I'm building, and that that'll be kind of just another value add I give to, to people that you know, pay attention to me, that, that support me, um, and that want to be a part of what I create. Um, so it'll just be a value add. So I can see that's, that's what I intended to be. It's just like this really cool service um, that I'm going to try as best I can to operate myself. If I may end up hiring somebody to, to do the curation, help me out with it, we'll see. But ultimately to just provide that service for people that want it. Because I, I just assume that there's people out there like, like me who love these business books but just don't have the time of day to be on social media or pay attention to everybody's blogs and stuff like that. And so when these things go free, you just miss them. So I, I want to just have a one-stop sh- shop source. So you'll get an email you know, maybe once a week, maybe once a month or something like that, whenever a really cool business book is coming out that's that has a free promo going on. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I truly believe that any service that saves you time and is free is extremely valuable. So <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I, I'm uh, convinced that many people will need it. And um, before we leave each other, um, I would like you to advise since you know, you've been in this for a long time, and you know better than the others. uh, What would you advise someone who is just starting out, and who doesn't have a platform yet, and who's in the process of writing his first book, what he should take into account and what should be his very first things that he should do while writing or just after he finishes his book? So, advice for the for the new author. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I would say this, and and it's not to. I, I'd say get clear on on expectations. Um, under you know, get clear on your goals and get clear on expectations. So, if your goal is to write because you love to write, then then write and 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 do that, and and share that writing with the world. You ought to, but you should also be clear with your expectations that if what you want to do is write, and that's all you're going to do, you're not going to market or promote your stuff then it's not going to go very far, or it probably won't. There's always exceptions. But let's be honest. Again, just kind of setting expectations. Unless you're one of the lucky outliers, it probably won't, won't blow up. So understanding that, if, if your intention then is to write something that a lot of people read and you're willing to make that happen, then you need to go about actually figuring that process out, which is step one is sharing your work, showing people what you're doing, being out there, promoting yourself, not in a you know, sleazy way or self-aggrandizing way, but saying, hey, here's here's some of the stuff I'm working on or whatever, and sharing it with the people that are interested in what you create, you know, permission marketing stuff. And then from there, it's just a matter of putting the pieces of the puzzle together. You, yeah, you, you know, writer, if you want to be a, an author, if you want to be self-published and, and make money as a self-published author, and you want to write stuff that you care about, which is important too, and you're not just writing stuff that gets sales on Amazon because you're you're working the SEO angle or something, um, then it's going to take you being more than just an author. You have to be an editor, a promoter, um, you know, marketer, sales. And so it takes a bit of effort. You can do it on the side too. But again, that's also where I, I guess I, I come back to collaboration. If there's somebody that can help you do that process better than you can do by yourself, then that may be where you need to do what you need to do as well. Um, to lean into the strengths of somebody else where you're weak or maybe where you just have no inclination to, to do. So if you're writing, and you just want to write, but you would love to make a bigger impact, then maybe it is it is high time then to 
either either connect with a publisher and they're not all created equal, be careful, um, or connect with, uh, you know, some kind of book consultant or something like that. Somebody that can promote and share your stuff and, uh, help you get out there. Um, again, don't know, you know, I, I obviously provide my own services. Um, and I would just highly recommend checking out a few and seeing what's good. Um, cause again, they're not all created equal, but that would be my suggestion in kind of a broad brushstroke kind of way. Okay, very good. Well, um, thank you very much for coming over. Thank you very much for spending this time with me and my listeners. Uh, I will leave all the useful links and you can get everything in the show notes at www.annialexander.com slash 49. So they will get the access to your website, to the crowdfunding campaign, etc. And your services. Um, well, I, I'm absolutely sure that uh, the information you provided was valuable and thanks once again for coming over Annie thank you so much it was a pleasure and if anyone wants to reach out to me you can email me at tom at tomworkers.com always happy to respond thank you well that was all I wanted to share with you today write put those words on paper create a story and inspire others by sharing them I will continue creating useful content for you and watch out for your success <laughs>